What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live inside of the Tap In studio. It's your boy Jerome Rogan in the building, a.k.a. Dante. Man, we got a dope show today, and I got a special, special guest in the building with me, man. Mr. Anthony Dewberry, man. How you, man? Man, everything great on my end. That's man. good, yeah. man. That's good, man. Man, so I don't even know where to even start, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to start, but okay. Let me start from when when I was introduced to you. I seen you on the uh, the Gangster Chronicles podcast. Uh, you was talking to Norm uh, James, and I think Eight was on there at the time. I'm not sure. Yeah, but I seen you on there talking about um, you know just coming up in the streets of, of of Dallas. You from West Dallas, right? Yeah, yeah, West Dallas. Okay, so you came up from West Dallas. Um, and then I, I, I was they tell they well it was said on the thing that you got incarcerated as a teenager. Um, can you tell us like I guess just start us from the beginning like how was it coming up in Dallas? Oh man, you know man. I'm first of all I want to say man, you know, uh, man I come from West Dallas man. You know what I'm saying. So my upbringing is from West Dallas. Okay. You know what I'm saying. So man, uh, I'm a. I had a mother. I had a father. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I had a complete household growing up in the projects, West Dallas, and the influence that, that I received from there, it was more based off of what I saw. Mm, okay. So, you know, it was, it was like, man, at, at an early age, man, I jumped off the porch. You know what I'm saying? I jumped off the porch, man. Uh, was it by force? Nah, it was by choice. You see what I'm saying? So when I jumped off the porch, man, I, you know, I was infatuated. I was infatuated with the uh, with the glamour of what I seen in my hood. You know what I'm saying? So by jumping off the porch, hey, this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to try these streets out. I wanted to, you know, I wanted I wanted to participate in this street life. At what what age? Man, I jumped off the porch. I was like 14 when I jumped off the porch. When I first started doing something illegal. Mm, okay. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it was small. And it ended up big, you see what I'm saying, to where, okay, now I'm associated with individuals because I always hung out with older guys. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never really hung out with guys that was my age. So with me hanging out with older guys, you got to understand that they have been experienced already. Going to clubs, uh, you know, just street life. So I I just caught that path. So when I caught that path, then I had an older brother that was in the streets. You see what I'm saying? Then mm-hmm. I had another brother that was, you know, a high school superstar in football. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it was like high school superstar, streets. Yeah, which one? Okay, my education went all the way up the park. So I was like, damn, it's easy for me to go streets. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Then the school way because, hey, man, it's more acceptable right here. So, you know, I jumped out there, and in the mix of me jumping out there, man, I caught a murder case at the age of 15. Straight up? Yeah. Dang. And uh, it was at the club, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, it was... You know, me and my guys, we was just up there partying, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, just everyday hood thing going on. But in the process, man, uh, I ended up catching the body. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So when I caught that body, man, shit, 
my life had just changed. Yeah. So let's let's back up just a little bit. When you say um, you jumped out the porch at fourteen and you start off something with something little, what was what was that little thing that led? Uh, I had a, I had a friend of mine, rest in peace, little head man. Little head was the first dude that was uh, stealing cars. Mm. So, but I was always looked like like in school and everything. I was always looked at like a bigger figure. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, like I said, I had a a nice reputation for myself. I had a nice name for myself already. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we grew up in the, we grew up boxing. We grew up fighting. I mean, it's just, it's like, hey, man, my big brother, you know, that's what he did. He'll get into it with somebody that's smaller than him, and he'll come get me. Mm. So, hey, go on and fight him. So, I grew up already having a reputation already. You see what I'm saying? So now in school, I got a reputation. But hey, I knowledge that I'm not I'm not the guy that's that stole cars. I'm not I ain't never broken, I ain't did none of that. But so when the head come off the porch, the head like, man, I got a stolen car, bro. I'm like, for real? We like, hey, yeah. I'm like, shit, let's go. Then when I first got introduced to the criminal activity, mm. Don't nobody know what's happening. Mama don't know what's happening. Daddy, nobody know what's happening. So now I'm like, okay. And I'm like, man, I like this. Now me and him going out, stealing cars. Mm. I still remember we going out stealing cars. We got caught up one time. And I still remember. Hey, I, I got away. He ended up getting caught. Bam, they beat him, beat him up real bad. So that's how it came back to my mom. Like, hey. His mom called my mom like, hey, man, this is what's going on. They done tried to steal a car, Pearl. He got caught. He got away. My mom, she like, what? Are you sure? Because I was always looked at like, because I'm the youngest. Nah, not my baby. Yeah. Nah, not my baby. My baby. <laughs> so, you know, I kind of I kind of could get away with some things because I know how she would look at like, nah, not my baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's when I first jumped off, man, with the doing that. Then from that. It went to, man, we just, we just, we went to wild it out, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So how long was that, that little spree with y'all was stealing cars? Man, we, we stole cars, man, for, for a nice little minute. But it ended up not being my thing because I got introduced to making money. Mm. That was an enjoyment. So, like I said, I had older, my older partners in the hood. They wasn't with that. You see what I'm saying? So by them not being with that, that made me go against that. Mm. Man, we selling, we, we hustling over here. Okay, I want to hustle. Now, when I started hustling, I first got in the game. It's crazy because, like I'm telling you, like people that introduced me to this certain lifestyle, they no longer with us. You mm. see what I'm saying? Yeah. My boy Terrence Wilson head, he gone. Now I got an older guy. Name Kenneth Glover, R.I.P. Man, he was the first guy that gave me a sack. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He gave me a sack, and I can never forget. It was, a, it was some weed, and he was like, "Man, huh, man, I'm gonna give you a." He go to weed. So it was a hundred. I still remember he had ten dollar bags. He was like, "Man, just, just, just bring me like a hundred some." They were like, "One some back." You know what I'm saying? You keep the rest. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm, "I bet I'm with that." Made the money, 
Shit, I went to the mall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I went to the mall. Yeah. So I'm like, shh. He came by. Man, what happened, man? You know, you still got it. You know, I got it. I said, man, guy, I, I still man, I told him, man, the laws got behind us, man. I ran. I had to throw it. Mm. He like, come on, man. I'm like, I can't go to jail, man, you know? So, yeah. But he liked me. He just liked me genuinely. He, It was like... He was an older dude that just liked me genuinely and wanted to see me get some money, right? So he like, all right. He did it again. <laughs> so now I'm like, all right, I'm going to do right this time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do right this time. Yeah. Man, I'm we getting the money. Now I'm hearing my other partner like, man, man, just, man, you, man, you need to get it and just flip it yourself, bro. Let me show you how to do it. So now I'm like, all right, man, I'm going to do that. Here the money come, and I start flipping it myself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So he looking for me. He can't see me. So now he saw me. At the, I'm at a club, and I'm sitting there. I'm taking a picture. I got the money. I'm flashing the money in the picture. And he came in, and uh, he like, say, they call me Lil Dude. He like, Lil Dude, so you going to do me like that, man? Oh, man, I got you. Man, I got you, bro. You know I got you, man. You know I got you, bro. You know, that's how I start. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, hey, man, man, I got you. I got you, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to, I got you, man. I made a little hump. Gave him a little something. And he was like, man, don't even worry about it, bro. Mm. But that was the cutout point now. Right. It's like, you just, you you my, you my little partner. Mm-hmm. But, man, I ain't fucking with you when it comes down to this money shit no more. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But that's my partner because he'll pull up on me and I, we still, you know, talk and we still we still have our normal conversations. And I know I can still go to him and be like, bro, I need, if I needed it, he going to give it to me. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, but it, so that's how I started jumping off the porch and got into the life. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And this whole time while I'm doing this, I'm doing this here Behind my T. John back. Mm. She don't know what's going on. She working. Going to bingo. Man, I'm, man, I'm trying to get me some money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I got my older brother. He doing what he doing. And you got to realize, like, I'm from the projects, but I never experienced the life of not having. You see what I'm saying? Because my dad, he always really, really had it. So I, and my T. John really, really had it. My sisters really, really had it. My brother-in-law and them really, really. So I never experienced not having it. I always was clean. My brother, he, back then, I mean, if anything flat top, you going to get hit. He going inside of all the guests, all the, that's how we had. We had brand new guests. That's what we did, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I never, I never felt not having. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So. My street life was more based off of reputation. It was never based off of not having, a, no, it was based off of reputation and being in the streets with an older brother that was looked up at a high level. It's like, I don't wanna, I never want nobody to look at me like, that's Dewberry little brother. Mm. So that what made me say, no, I got to hold my own. I got to hold my own. When he got guns in the house, now I pop his lock. I go in the room. 
I'm passing guns out the window. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Until he found out. He like, nigga, you been stealing, you been, you know, taking these guns all up here and all that. Then he realized that, damn, my little brother done jumped off the porch. So he never, ever told me don't do it. He just told me really how to do it. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because he was a, he, he is what I looked it up to. Mm. I never looked it up to nobody. Like, I'm, I never looked up to nobody in my hood. I looked it up to my bigger brother. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's 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 my that's 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 my life right there. I look up to one person. That was I didn't I looked it up to my big brother more than I looked it up to my daddy. Mm. And my daddy was her. Yeah. But the reputation that I seen him have is what I always wanted. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what made me, hey man, jumped off the porch. Yeah. You how know. much? How much older is your older brother? Uh, my older brother, he is a, he called he the he the third of the, I got five five. It's three. It's three boys and two girls. Okay. Both of my sisters are the oldest, and then I got him. He the third, so he like about six years, seven years older than me. Oh, okay. So yeah. as a teenager, that's a big difference. You know what I'm saying? Big. Difference. It's it's it's. They doing stuff. You be like, damn! I wish I wanna, I wanna go out there and be with my big yeah, brother. Yeah. yeah. Okay, man. And that led up to you, uh, I guess, catching the body at that point. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that day? Like it was yesterday. What happened? It was pretty much like I said uh, that day, from the beginning, from the day I woke up to the day, to that night. Mm-hmm. It was a movie, man, because. You know, ain't nothing planned. It's just a regular day. I still remember. I had a, I got a nephew that played football, and uh, he had a game in the hood. So I had went to go watch him play a game that, that that day. I had first went up there to watch him play, and uh, I left there and I went to the projects. Now I stayed now at this time. I stayed in the house across Hamilton. So when I went to the projects, you know, I seen some the individuals that kind of pretty much. We've been having a little old misunderstanding with, but it's nothing major. It really was more based off of my partner, which mm-hmm. is my brother. You know what I'm saying? Free my nigga Patrick Weatherall, man. You know what I'm saying? You know that's my that was my that was my my right hand. You know what I'm saying? So, and they really everybody really hated him. You know what I'm saying? They. You know, cause he he was he was the guy. It's it's my guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but uh, I saw them, looked at each other. It was nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, cool. You know, life goes on. So, from from there, later on that day, we end up going to the club, which was Skulls. And as we stood inside the club, you know, I see all the guns. But when we go first, we go inside the club. The person at the door, she, you know, took us down. Told us we can't bring the guns in. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, cool. I ain't tripping. You know. Now I'm thinking like she did that because she ain't let no guns come in. Come to find out, you got individuals in here with guns inside the club. Yeah. 
It was like a strip club or just no, like a it regular? it was a regular club. Mm. You know, it's in the hood. So okay. I'm like, damn. So I went to see and I went to see an AR. I went to see an AR. I'm like, damn. So I tell my sister-in-law, hey, man, go holler at my bro. Man, these niggas got some guns up in here, bro. Mm-hmm. But it's just me. Like I said, it's just me and my and monk. You know what I'm saying? Pat, you know, that's my, he right here with me. So she came back. She like, shit, uh, he said, come outside. I bet. So I tell my guy, I said, hey, man, let's just go and go outside, bro. You know what I'm saying? Dude said, let's go and go outside. Right at that time, his girl beside him, and one of the guys said something to her, and then said something to my partner. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know? So my partner, like, you know, fuck you, nigga, you know? Yeah. Nah, man, you know, I'm like, shit, bro, they got guns in her, let's go outside. Within seconds, he smashed out. Boom, boom. They go to squabbling. Now, when they go to squabbling, the guns start coming out. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm seeing guns everywhere. I'm like, fuck. But we're in the middle of this what motherfucker squabbling and, you know? Yeah. Okay. So, shit, we like, okay, nigga, ain't no clicking, so I'm here, you know? Now, they done come out here, my pot in the head with the guns. So, now, we done got up out of there. But when we get up out of there, we got, we, 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 now we even now. Mm-hmm. There it is. They had their, they, we had ours. They came out shooting. Boom. Caught the body. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know? And, and, like I tell everybody when I tell them this story, do I feel bad about it? I'm always going to feel bad about it. But when you choose, to jump in these streets, you gotta understand what you're doing. My life was on the line. His life was on the line. We both lost. Yeah. We both lost. I'm 15. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I end up going to juvenile. I'm in juvenile. A month later, Monk come to Juvenile. The dude that you was with that night? Yeah. Mm. The guy that he did with the gun, he killed him. Godly. How old was Monk at this time? 15. We both 15. Oh, shit. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he killed him. So now, but he, in his, he can get out on self-defense. Because, like I said, I can too, but, like, I don't know the game. I don't even know the law. Like, we just, youngsters just, you know. Yeah. And I'm the first one in my family to catch this kind of case. My brother's on the run for attempted murder at this time. So when this go on, they get my brother out the streets because of the retaliation that they saying that he's going to do to the victims. Mm. So they end up getting my brother out the streets. Mm. That's what. That's how I, when I start going to trial. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but at the time while I was in juvenile going through that process, and I'm sitting there like Monk, I'm telling Monk like, hey, you're going to get out, bro. You know what I'm saying? Them niggas had their gun on them. 
when you, like, you gonna get out. Mm-hmm. I said, man, I might have to go do a little time. You know what I'm saying? Because when he got, when I, when I caught my body, when, when he was laying there, somebody picked up the gun and ran with it. Mm. So when the laws got there, they didn't get him with the gun. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I ain't tripping. I'm, I mean, I'm going to accept my lick. I'm, I'm, this is this, this what come with it. But Mug like, man, nigga, I'm going where you going, bro. Fuck this shit. Whenever, man, when you go to court, look, they come at me with something, I'm just going to accept it, bro. I ain't trying to beat the case. I ain't trying. Nigga, I'm going down there with you. That was exact words. And yeah, what happened? Shit, he did that. Golly. He, had, he I mean, he could have beat the case. He told him, hey, man, look, give me this time, man, and I'm going to go down there. I'm going down with my bro, man. And I went down to TYC. Now, that was when I went to TYC, the lights. <laughs> now here come another lights out. Now, <laughs> yeah. now, we, now we finna flip the trip again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, do you, because to me, at 15, man, I barely knew how to scratch my nuts. You know what I'm saying? I, be, I barely even knew how to even, even function. And what kind of club was y'all able to get in at 15? Do you know how old the other guys were? Yeah. 20, what he was, 22, 23. Oh, so these are older guys that y'all was beefing yeah, with. Yeah. They Man. were older guys. You know what I'm saying? They older. They older, older. Yeah. You know I mean? So it's like. Yeah. You know? Golly. Okay, so now you in TYC. Uh, how, how much time did they give you? They gave me 28 years. 28 years? Yeah. As a 15-year-old? As a 15-year-old, they gave me 28 years. Yeah. God. Yeah. I thought, I, I always thought, like, um, any kind of crime as a as a, as a a youth, like, did they try you as an adult? Nah. I had, see, that's the reason I had, when you, whenever you get certified, I mean, whenever uh, you go to TYC, mm-hmm. the max they could get you for a murder at that time was 40 years. Mm. See, the max time was 40, 40. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I got 28. So I didn't get the determined sentence. The determined sentence is 40 years. Okay. And now it's prior to your 18, prior to my 18th birthday, I got to go back up to court again to see if they're going to send me to the prison or send me back to TYC till I'm 21 or when I finish program, I can go home. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, but on my, on my end, I went to TYC. And came back and went to the penitentiary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because now I went down there. It's different. I mean, I'm on the campus where everybody on the campus got murder cases. Damn. I mean, it's crazy because, you know, you know, at that time, youngsters was catching bodies like it was nothing. It mm-hmm. was just, it was, it was, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you had a whole capital full of number of capital murder and murder, you know. So it's like, man, this is crazy. But, but when I went down there, you know, I had a, a partner of mine down there named Sky Blue. He went down there, you know what I'm saying? We, we played ball, you know, from the hood, and uh, he was game bang. Mm. He was on, you know what I'm saying? Like he was game bang. So when I got there, you know, we like I said, when, when we got there, man. <laughs> We was like when me and Mug got there, man. We were like, we was we was different. 
Like we we got gold in our mouth. Like we different. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we really were different. Like we got a name. Like we really would like we got a name. We got goals. We different. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but we looking at like I'm looking at it like, uh, this shit it, it's crazy. I'm watching the, the gang culture. The gang culture's down there was deep. It had it had the gang culture had infiltrated TYC at oh, that point. Man, it was it was deep. And what what year is this? What it's year are we talking? About? 1992? Okay. It's 1992. So it's it's deep, deep. Mm, okay. So when I'm seeing that, and like I said, I'm the kind of person where I want to be in action. Mm-hmm. That's how I was. I'm I'm one of those, I mean, I want to be part of the action. Can't nobody make me do nothing. It's what I want to do. Mm. So when I'm telling Sky, like, nigga, I'm, I'm finna get down. Yeah. He like, no, nigga, no, don't get down. They are not fucking I'm like, nigga, I'm finna get down. Because at the end of the day, you my, if something happened to you, I automatically, I got to ride for you anyway. Right. So my thing, like, nigga, I'm finna get down. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't, squabbling is the least thing. Because I know 99% of people that's, I'm going to give them that work. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give them that work. So it's like, man, now. And I still remember we was in the kitchen and uh, OG Zen was in a, he was like, man, you you, 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 you ain't going to get on the set, man. I said, nah, I'm going to get on the set for real. He said, all right, I'm, I'm going to see. I said, then that's thing you know. He like, man, insane over there. You know what I'm saying? I said, man, sit him up in her. And I still remember. He ran up in her. I probably be getting courted on the set. Mm-hmm. You courted him on? I flushed. <laughs> <laughs> so the homie Scott was like, man, I told you could like, you know. So, but so that was my now I'm going into another life cycle, but now I'm just, I just want to be into the action. Yeah. What gang was it? This Rolling 60. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Rolling 60 was in Shit, in biggest, Texas Youth Commission? The biggest goddamn sit down, huh? Really? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, God I'm man. like, okay. But at the time, I'm watching, like, it's, they banging. They banging, like, they banging. Everybody's, it's like, it's going down. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. This is what I want. I want action. So I got that action. Yeah. So, you know, but I'm going through it at that time because I'm like, you know, as when you, when you when you get into it and you start doing it, you start asking yourself like, hey, why the fuck am I doing this shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I'm lawyer. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and when the loyalty, it can be a plus and a minus. Because you're going to be loyal to, sometimes you can be loyal to people that's not loyal to you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But by the grace of God, I was loyal to some dudes that, to this day, you know what I'm saying, they they still, we still bond with each other. And you know what I'm saying? From kids, and now we in a, you know what I'm saying? So, but now I'm developing. My mind is starting to develop now. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's time for me to go back to T. It's time for me to go back to court. But my record is messed up down now. Cause you got so much, so many things you didn't got yeah, into. Yeah. Okay. So when I go back up, it would like send him to prison. Mm. I had to accept that. I had to like, and that's and that was part of my life because I had to really accept that. I mean, my mama didn't really understand. Cause you gotta understand, my mama always looked at me like not my baby. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I had to really accept that. Man, I wasn't, it wasn't, I, they didn't pose to tell me to go home. I had to accept that. So, my journey started. My journey started. I'm a hundred and, I'm gonna say I'm about a hundred and forty pounds, fifty at the most. Damn. And due to the fact of my gang record down there, and when I went to prison, they sent me to Ferguson Unit. And at that time, Ferguson was considered a gladiator unit. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's it's rocking and rolling for real. Like, life's being lost, right? And I still remember when I, see, you got, you got to go through a reception, you know what I'm saying? The diagnostic. And I went in there, and I still remember when uh, it's a line, it's going to be a long line. That you go up there, they'll tell you, hey, man, and let you know what unit you're going to. And it'd be a line. It's a whole long line and people everywhere. You know what I'm saying? That's how it mm-hmm. is. So I went in there. She, and uh, they told me, like, you want to Ferguson unit. I'm like, cool. You know, life, you know. I stepped out. And old school dude like, hey, man, say, youngster, where you going? I said, shit, I'm going to Ferguson. And the youngster said, oh, Lord, God damn. Shit, I'm like, damn, what the fuck was He said, oh, youngster, you got to fight every day. <laughs> Man, them niggas, old, oh, youngster, they fucked over you, bro. So now my stomach is growling like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn, what the fuck was you know? Now at this time, my brother's in the pen too, but he on East Ham. So I'm like, damn, okay. Shit, it's on. It is what it is. You know? So now I'm getting shipped to Ferguson Unit. You know what I'm saying? Freaky Ferg, I still remember. Walk through the gate. You got to have on your boots when you go through the gate. You know what I'm saying? So I went inside there. First thing I did was take my boots off. And I put on, I had some blue chucks with blue shoes right. Mm. Put them on. My mind made up like, it is what it is. I got, I'm going all in. You see what I'm saying? So, went in there, everybody, you see it? It's, it's, a, it's a fucking hellhole. It's a fucking hellhole, point blank period. I'm watching this shit, I'm like, this shit, this shit is, this shit ain't real. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you go inside them cells and you see these boys in the day room with their shirts off, everybody's stock is swole, you know what I'm saying? Arms big, neck big. No, no body fat, holding on to the wall, screaming loud. Now I got butterflies in my stomach. Cause at the time, I don't know if I'm gonna live or die, but I know I'm gonna die behind, behind me. I'm gonna die behind me. Mm-hmm. My mind made up. Went in the cell. I put my when I put my stuff down. I'm not unpacking nothing. 
Come on, mind made up. Today gonna be the day. I'm gonna prove it. Whoever it is, with it, because I, I, I don't know how they. I don't know nothing. Right. I'm coming in. I'm game banging. I don't know if it's a a billion bloods. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know nothing. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And at that time, I just left TYC where we were set tripping with everybody. We don't care if you were crip. It don't matter. We were just set tripping. So here it is. I come in. They run down there. Hey, homie, where you from? Shit, I'm out of West Dallas. Okay. When the door roll, you falling out for sure. Go in the day room, looking at this shit like, <sighs> say, homie, what you gonna do? Shit, what you mean? You gonna fuck, fight, or bust a sixty? What's that mean? You gonna be a punk? Mm-hmm. You gonna get a man and pay that sixty dollars? A what? You gonna you gonna pay sixty dollars every time they call store. Every two weeks you gonna have to pay sixty dollars to your men. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Or you gonna fight? Mm. Now nah, I born to fight, my man. I right, when the law go, I say okay then. We finna see. And I still remember the first fight I ever had. Shit. <laughs> I went dumb, stupid, retarded, and I I played it all the way out. When a nigga fell, I went to stumping on him. They grabbing. Nah, you can't stump him, youngster. Nigga, nah, nigga, we got to fight. I want to fight some more. Nigga, I'm ready for whoever. Whoever want to fight. Yeah. I, nah, anybody. They like, damn, youngster crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So now I'm like, okay. It's cool. We finna go in now. Now I understand the process of what's going on. It don't matter where you from, how, where you come in. It don't matter what your name is. You got to represent but it ain't no gang thing right now. Mm. See, at that time, it was about where you were from. You had a couple of guys there that was gang related, but it wasn't like they was a circle. They was like connected. They weren't connected. Mm. Not over there. It wasn't. It wasn't like that. Yeah. When I got there, that's when it was more like. I start connecting with like individuals that was part of the set, mm, okay. and we started building our bond in there because I got big homies that from the hood. They were they was not they they wasn't with that. Like down there at that time, all the big OG niggas that were down there, they weren't they weren't accept they weren't with that gang shit. Mm. They weren't they were like hell no no we ain't with that homie that homie now nah, homie you gotta you represent that deep bro you ain't. No, man, I represent what I represent. Mm-hmm. See, I went down there and represent what I represented. Yeah, it was a, I, I played a biased role because I was real always biased to my hood, which was West Dallas. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So during that process, I became the man. You know what I'm saying? I became the man on the whole unit. In it, hey, I did 18 years. I probably had over 100 some fights. I ain't got no L's. Mm. Not one. Mm-hmm. And can say it with a pride. If you from Texas, California, Dallas, New, everybody gonna hear this podcast. 
and they gonna vouch for that. Mm. They gonna vouch for that. I promise you, they gonna vouch for that. So, doing my, it, it wasn't even about being the toughest. I had to start developing. I gotta be the smartest. I'm gonna be on the front line, but I gotta be the smartest. I got a guy over here. He got four, five bodies. This nigga, he's a real killer. I gotta make him believe in me. To where he gonna do whatever I say. Mm-hmm. I'm not tougher than him. He not scared of me. He just believe in me. Mm. See, I think this is where a lot of people get the misperception of, oh, he an OG. He count. No, no, no. He was somebody that they believed in. They believed in me. They believed that if a ride, but instead of me taking them and we finna start a ride, they knew that I was able to sit down with whoever and stop a ride. Mm. They believed that I was the kind of person that wasn't going to tell them to go out there and crash out. Mm. Now they believed that I really cared about them. Grown men need people to care about them, homie. Yeah, 100, yeah. You know, I, I got visits every week. I lived at like a kingpin in, in prison. I had money, man. I Like... I got female with my name tattooed on their body. Damn. Down there, you hear me? Yeah. But the people that was unfortunate, I treated them right. I got bloods, and they'll tell you. I mean, I got guys on my team that if I said, hey, let's, they not hesitating. You got to go. Point blank, period. I never, ever clicked on the blood. Mm. You get what I'm telling you? Mm -hmm. And it was a hundred to one. Mm. I never let nobody disrespect a blood to where they clicked on them or or just just drop. I never I never let that happen. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I never I like because I always had a good heart for people, homie. And and, I, and, and, and this is a real story, homie, because I'm going to tell you who I was. I was a person that, nigga, I didn't want to be no motherfucking gangster when I was down there no more. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I got my mama size. I got, I'm getting, like, nigga, I'm hearing her cry. Her letters, it's, it's like it's 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 hitting me. It's real life. It's not nothing, and it's real. So when you when them doors close, and you sitting up by yourself, and reality hitting her, and it's saying to yourself like, "Damn, can't do this, man." Nah, I just walked down the hallway and saw a motherfucking me and getting fucked in the motherfucking me shower. I just walked down the hallway saying the pill line another man getting fucked in the pill line. Yeah. Nah, I just walk and see the men in the day room just get styled down there 30, 40 times. You can't do nothing about it. You can't, now nah, I can't say nothing. Yeah. If, if You know, so I'm watching. This is not normal, homie. This is, this not to know. I mean, 
Like, I'm sitting there like, this shit is really crazy. Like, man. And I still remember when I wrote my mom and I told her, like, mom, I don't know if I'm going to come home. Damn. No, man, they killing down here. Man, the Mexicans just had a ride, man. And, man, and some of the partners got styled up and, man, we at war. Yeah. God damn. You see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. that's that was that was like that was a life changing experience for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and I can say it because, you know, it's real, man. I I mean, it was plenty of times. I just I just sat in the cell and and I just was like, God, I asked for a lot of things. Man, let me go home. Let mm -hmm. me go through whatever you want me to go through in the world. I don't give. I mean, I I'll be broke out there. Let me. I just I need to go home. I need. I can't do this. Mm -hmm. But when the doors roll, I gotta go back into action. One, I could never show no weakness. At all. Never. You can't do that. So, and number two, I'm a frontline rider. I never tell you to do something that I wouldn't do. And I had homies like, Cause you ain't got to do that. Nah, if I tell you to do it, I'm a, <laughs> you can best believe I'm going to do it, homie. If I got to send you back, you can't go home, then nigga, I ain't going home. I probably did four years. I ended up doing 18. God dang. So from 15, 18 years later, what's that, 32? 32 years old. And damn, I'm just thinking – from then that's that's pretty much all your teenage or really your teenage years when you're experiencing that all your 20s when you really supposed to be out here having fun fucking up you know what i mean making mistakes and then but you don't get none of that and then you come out as a grown man at 32 years old do you remember the day getting out i remember walked out man it's like <laughs> First, I remember when I finally made pro. Look, I'm gonna take it back like this. Here. Put it like this. Here. I went from from Ferguson. When, when the day I left off Ferguson unit, I feel like I made pro. Mm. I ain't lying to you. Where did where they take you from Ferguson? I went to Ellis unit. Oh, okay. When I got off Ferguson unit, I thought I made pro. <laughs> Boy, that was one of the most blessings. That, I'm talking about. I was so blessed. I, Man, I'm talking about, I just told God, thank you. <laughs> man, I said, come, man, I said, man, if I don't get off this hill, oh, no, I can't, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. I went to Ellis, where a lot of older guys was at. Like, older guys, they were death row was at. And they converted death row into life sentences. So you got guys over there that's been locked up like 40, 35, 40 years. Damn. Older guys, like, in real life. So that was another life experience because they were like, they gave me some more game. Mm. And that what really developed me to who I am today. That when I went over there, that really developed me to who I am to, to today. Mm-hmm. And 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 I remember cause they I they like I said, they gonna automatically attract to me because of the way I carry myself. I mean, you know, my whole demeanor. So I remember, man, it's it's a older guy, he was locked up like thirty five years, man, and we were just rapping. And he was like, man, I like you, man. You know, I like what you're doing. I like how you move, man. You know what I'm saying? And he just opened my eyes up like, say, homie. I said, want you to understand, you are dying here. Yeah, I've been gone 35. 
And I'm like, God damn. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like 35. I'm like, for real? I'm like, damn. And he was like, say, homie, you know, I never get an opportunity to really tell my story because, say, man, I might die in here. I'm, man, it's a 90% chance that I'm going to really die in here, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting here and, and I'm rapping with him and, and I'm feeling him and he, he giving me, he, he, he opening my eyes up because I never seen this. I never seen nobody that did this. I'm like, damn. I'm, you know? So they kind of opened my eyes up like, homie, for real. He was like, man, I just, I just wish I had another chance. Mm. He was like, bro, you gonna get another chance, bro. Don't let these niggas trick you, homie. Don't let, these niggas looking for leaders, homie. Fuck these niggas, go home, nigga. Nigga, your family need you, nigga. These, man, these niggas ain't shit, these niggas ain't, man, these niggas is nothing. So, and I used to I always think about it because I talk to them all the time and I'm sitting there like, damn. That shit real, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this shit crazy because now, like, I, I got my people coming and I'm like, damn, bro. So, I still, I'm over there. I'm into the game, you know what I'm saying? Messing with the honeys and shit like that. But, uh, so they end up shipping me, you know what I'm saying? Because I never got caught up with a honey, but, you know, they knew what a nigga was doing, but a nigga was real smooth, though. Nigga game was real smooth the way I, you know, operated, man. I had, I had, nigga, I had, like, like I had older, I had old heads, man, that say, <laughs> man, them <laughs> niggas bad to the bone. They, they, they got it. They got it. Like, man, I mean, they got it, bro. So, they get and, and they gave it to me. Mm-hmm. They gave me all the game. I swear, they just they used to just soak me with it. I I used to have to sit down for hours in in the gym. I want to hoop, bro. They used to just soak it in. And I understood because, and like my older homie, I always told him, in this world, you got this many chosen ones, man. Mm. And you a chosen one, bro. So I'm like, okay, I get it. He said, so I got to give you everything I know. He said, I'll never touch that world again. That's over with. Like, like. They gonna die there. They are never touched it. They gotta live through me. They gotta live through me. They. Mm-hmm. This is what they looking at. They're like, man, I wanna live my life through you. Mm. So I remember I got shipped from there to Beto. Went to Beto. I was over there for like a couple of days. I was over like about two or three months. I seen parole. I probably been seeing parole like a year later. They brought me up early. I seen parole. And I'm like, damn. I said, man, I done seen parole. I said, man, oh, man. I'm talking about, I'm praying every day like, God, please. Man, I, man, just, man, come on, man. Just let me make it. I got to go home, man. And I still remember, man, my T. John came to visit me, right? And, uh, and at this time, the girl I was with, they came to visit me. So when I was going to visit, they said, uh, it's an overflow, so I got to go to the, to the chapel to host a visit. But when I went in, I saw them. So I'm I'm looking at them like, like you ain't got no answer yet. Mm-hmm. She was like, she put her head down and shook it like, like now. But I'm like, so man, I'm crushed. 
So now I'm waiting to go to the chapel to the visit. And I'm sitting there, I'm saying, man. So they finna make me do this whole 28 year, bro. So now I went inside the chapel, bro. And my T. John just started crying. And I had knowledge that I'm looking like, she said, no. So I'm like, well, what's up, mama? She like, baby, you finally made it. <laughs> Boy, tears ran down my face like a wall. <laughs> oh, man. My whole body just, it, it collapsed, man. Like, like I, I, I went back to, I went back to Anthony Dewberry. Not Mr. Not Blueberry. I went back to Anthony Dewberry, that little boy that 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 uh was at home around mama playing football. I went back to that. I went like I literally went back, man. And and and, and when the tour just it's it's like, man, I'm talking about, man, it's like I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. So, they I got my answer, and then. You know, so I had went to the house. I still know, man, uh, had to go to the Wilds unit. And the Wilds unit still paranoid. Like, is this really happening? And I'm up in there, they calling people name out. And I know my name start with a D, so I'm sitting there like, man, they, they always on the F, what the? So mm-hmm. I had to ask somebody like, hey, my name Anthony Dewberry, you know? When do I pull the D? Mm-hmm. They like, nah, 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 you gotta wait. <laughs> there are no people that's discharging. You gonna be on the next list. I'm like, all right, all right. right." (laughs) So, (laughs) man, and and next thing you know, they called my name. I walked out and say this shit didn't even look real, bro. When I on my way home, I just told her to just stop everywhere. Stop at the store. I didn't want to walk in the store. Mm. Stop right here. I want to go to the Wendy's. Mm-hmm. Stop right here! I want to go to. I just want to, you know, like this. This experience everything. Yeah, I just yeah. want to because I'm free. Yeah, made it home to my family, man, and uh, went to my auntie house, man. You know what I'm saying? My auntie been down with me since day one, man. She never went against me, bro. And uh, went there. I was on leg monitor for like forty days, man, and uh, went there, bro. She, you know, had to go. Now I'm finna go through life experiences, bro. This is what I ask God for. You know what I'm saying? I ask God for this, bro. I'm ready to. I'm ready to live it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like all the plans that I had, <laughs> shit go out the window, man. Mm. It go out the window, bro. I'm. I'm just being real with you, man. Like because it's real. You got it's bills, man. Uh, everything, bro. So. I just came home with a mindset of I can't go back. What year was that that you got out? 2010. Mm, okay. 2010. I got out in 2010, man. September 2010. And uh, right there, that was that was my transformation, man. I came home, man, and uh, connected with my fam, man. My fam been my number one supporting cast, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, because my fam, man, you know, I knock on wood, man. You know, we a tight family. You see what I'm saying? We a real tight family. No mm-hmm. matter what goes that goes on, we tight, man. And uh, my nephew got me a job at Parkland Hospital. That one, it was flat, the new one. I was doing electrical work there. Mm. So I ain't got a job there. And 
paying good too. So did that, going through the process of the, trying to figure out the relationship game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I'm a chess player, so I understand that I believe that every king need a queen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I I believe in relationships. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I got to know you. And it take a lot to know you, but it take a lot for you to know me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dude that just did 18 years. I did more time in prison than I did free. Yeah. So I'm not normal. Like, it's nowhere around it. I'm not like that guy that you've been dating. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you might catch me talking to my motherfucking self. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's real life because I done been in lockup. I done had to sit in the cell and talk to my God, just have real conversations with myself just to keep my sanity going, bro. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I had to go through that experience in life, you know? But I realized that, say, man, that at the end of the day, I'm a vessel. I'm a vessel. I done met a lot of people. But I never really just really, really, really connected with a lot of people. Because I understand that people think so materialistic. And where I come from, they going to take everything. And you just going to be naked. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. So when I have conversations with individuals, I really like to have a conversation based off of just straight realness, me to you. I don't know what you got, you don't know what I got. Mm-hmm. Let's build a relationship. Yeah. It's took, it's, it took me time to where now, the girl I'm with now, we've been together like five, six years, and we, we strong, gone, we doing, you know what I'm saying? I, like, we've been together like seven years now. And things going good, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it, like I keep telling people, like, I'm not the one to, 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 to bash no female because you got to realize what a female got to go through to deal with an individual that's been gone for so long. And, nigga, I didn't even know how to work a cell phone. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know, like, <laughs> like you got to understand, like, this is real. So to get back into the mode of getting going, hey, I'm good now. I went to... You know, now I'm out here. Got me, I had, you know, got a script club going. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, so I went to venture off. You know what I'm saying? And we gonna go all the way to where when you saw me on Gangster Chronicles. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Charleston White, the one, he called, he was out, he called me to do speaking engagements in colleges. So he called me, right? And uh, he was like, Man, I want you to get on the regular. Now I'm sitting. You gotta remember that I'm a. You know that was my guy, and me and my guy like for a year straight. I was in Fort Worth. That was my guy. You know what I'm saying? But 
Man, he got on the internet. He been going crazy. Yeah, Charles White is right? a different dude on the internet. I'm talking about like <laughs> he a different dude on the internet. So I'm like, damn. Yeah. So me and him, I you know, so she, I'm like, damn, this nigga crazy. <laughs> but when he called me, I'm like, ah, right, here I come, bro. All right, bet. And I remember I pulled up, and I haven't seen him in a minute though at the time. So I pulled up, you know what I'm saying? And uh, that when I met up uh, and and everything. So he's like, okay, what's happening? So, you know, we did our thing on Gangs Chronicles. But it was like, okay, I see some. I see some. Okay, we did that. He, he sat down, we had a long conversation. And it's like, all the years came back to one because, like I said, my older, the ones that was down there, my mentor was down there, seemed like it came it came right here again when I was start talking to him. Mm-hmm. He gave me he gave me foresight. So I sit there and I'm like, okay, I see. Mm-hmm. I, this is what I've been trying to do. I got people in the world that I got people that around that I always get it, and I like to give it to them. But you got to understand that if you give if you give this is the new drug now. You give a youngster some money and let him get 10 people to follow him he think he the man you see what I'm saying mm-hmm. but nobody around you been battle tested yet which mean that you don't know what you got right <laughs> right you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. so with me being able to, to know this and I'm giving it to you it's never and this is Something that, you know, oh, man, he think he know more. No, I do know more than you. You haven't been nowhere, my man. Now, you, I do know more than you. Yeah. Now, just, it's just straight up. I do. You ain't been there. You ain't done that yet. You don't know what it's like, homie. Now, you don't know what it's like when your life is on the line and you cannot go in nowhere and go get a gun. You literally got to stand up. This is a closed environment where death is at an all-time high. You know how you got to know really how to think, and you not only thinking, you got to know how to control the people that's around you because the person that's right here he could be your death. So if you don't know how to control that, guess what? You a foul victim. So that's why right now to where we at, and with the podcast that we done created. I'm always, like I told you, I'm always about positive energy. When I tell my story, my story, when I tell it, it's like a glorification. But I don't glorify it. I just went through it. I had to go through it in order to be where I'm at to this day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Patrick Weatherall, like I said, it's my brother. That's, that's my, that's my, that's my man. That's my right hand. Came home, he was going to federal court. He was going to federal court. They sentenced him. He got like twenty some years. And I remember when I went in there, he told me, he like, homie, I'm gone this time. And it fucked me up. It, it really messed me up, bro. Because I'm sitting there looking at, you know, this is my guy. This this, this is my man. Mm-hmm. 
I finally made it. Now you finna go. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why I knew that I couldn't go. I can't. I can't go back, man. I can't go back. So I gotta put myself in the right position with the right people. I don't put myself around people and thinking that these are the right people. No, they ain't the right people. Right people don't care about what you got, what's this, what's that. Right people understand that you here for one reason. That's to help, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's my journey right now, man. My journey is just really just a Man, I'm just I'm just here just to be a vessel for the world, not just you know the youth. I'm here to be a vessel for grown people as well, because I understand that grown people do listen. They you have grown people that listen because understand that I have controlled grown men that was full fledged killers. If I say, hey man, let's go, they are going to go. And I'm going to give them the same. I can be getting ready to walk out the door. And if they say, hey, man, something just happened, man, I end up giving away for this. So when I say I don't glorify it, I don't glorify this gang life. Am I affiliated? I'm going to always be affiliated. My job is to connect with those that look that that think that this here is the way of life. It's not the structure, the the whole demeanor, everything is not. And I tell people over and over again, it's not, but it's here though. Mm-hmm. So we gotta have people that's that's in it to correct it. I can't change the world, but I feel as though that if I can continue to teach, I can bring about a change amongst a lot of individuals, mm-hmm. and that's where it started. That's where it started. That's where it started with me. Tuki couldn't come out here and tell his story, my man. Raymond Washington got killed. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We don't know what was going on mentally. They never got an opportunity to get back and tell a story and seeing that this wasn't what it's supposed to be. I don't suppose to kill no other man. Mm-hmm. Black, white, orange, pink, yellow, I don't give a you know what. The world, in my eyesight, is about rich and poor. <laughs> You hear me? It's about rich and poor. And it's more it's 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 more poor people in the world than it is rich people. Mm-hmm. And when you got when you got poor people, you're gonna always have violence. And you got rich people, they don't worry about no violence. So therefore, this fight that we fighting, <laughs> it got something to do with rich and poor. So my job is to try to get in a position to teach that to the youth why school is important, why going to college is important, 
while I'm trying to talk to the daddies and the mamas, focus on your child. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Focus on them. What can we do? Can we teach them how to do stocks? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's, let's teach them something. Yeah. You know, yeah, we got football and basketball, whatever. That's something else. Let's teach you how to be a team player. Yeah, see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's teach them something else. You know what I'm saying? So that's why when I talk, I don't, like, and people sit here and be like, say, man, you know, man, you don't know, man, Charles White, he, listen, man, it's one <laughs> thing I was brought up in the world to realize. Man, if I don't like what you're saying, get what I'm going to do. Cut it off. I'm going to cut it off. <laughs> yeah. You hear me? Yeah. If I don't like what a person is doing, I'm not going to deal with them. If I don't like that this fast food place right here is treating people bad, I'm not going to go there. Now, that don't mean that ain't nobody going to go there because some people might like it there. Just me. Right? It's just me. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's what I tell people. Whatever you don't like, block it out. But don't act like you don't like it. But you want to stay listening. <laughs> yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I tell them, like, don't look at this person's fault because they don't really, they don't have a celebrity status or they don't have this. And then you look at, he do the same thing. Look at him. He doing Oh, he got a bigger following, celebrity status. He doing this, he doing that. He got some money. We're not going to attack that, right? Mm-hmm. Do it make sense? <laughs> no, no. Right or wrong? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's why I tell him, I say, man, we looking at Charleston White, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all heard these rappers lately? Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm a, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Here's my thing about here's my thing about Charleston, right? Some of the things that he says, like I can agree with. You know what I mean? Some of the things he says I can't agree with. And then some of the things he says is just contradict everything he just said. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, how like cause I what I really feel like is the youth is looking for somebody to stand up for, say the shit that Charles is saying, say the shit that you saying. But it's like when 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 Charleston say stuff, it's like yes, I can agree with that. And then some of the things you be like, what the fuck? Like, like what he said about DMX. I'm like, DMX ain't been in the news. He ain't said he, DMX ain't ain't bothered nobody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, to me, I just I do what you do. I just cut it off. Like I just like mm-hmm. this shit is nonsense, and mm-hmm. I just cut it off. You know what yeah. I mean? But. Until recently, when I actually met, because I had I had Charleston on the show before, mm-hmm. and he went off on me about some gilly shit. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. went off about some gilly shit. But when I actually met him, I seen he like he's a totally genuine dude, real dude. You know what I mean? Real life. Uh, yeah, and I know some of the stuff that he be saying on online is just trolling, just trying to get spark some emotion, get some conversation going, which. Some of it I, I'm like, I'm all for. Some of it I'm like, yeah, this is, now you now I can see where he trolling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now I can see where he trolling. But what I will say, what you guys got going over on the um, gang, 
Game Related, Not Gang Related podcast. Y'all got some good shit going over there. Yeah, talk, bro. So, and it's like, when you when you when I hear him on there, it's a totally different Charleston. You know what I'm saying? Y'all have y'all have a good a good uh nucleus of what y'all doing over there, man. How did y'all how did that come about? How did that podcast come man, about? That came about because of him, bro. You know what I'm saying? He ain't had set me down. Shout out to Uncle Him, man. Yeah, for real, man. And uh cause man, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I was more like I'm I wasn't those guys that like I don't do no podcast, huh? Mm. You know. You know, I don't do no podcast. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, bro. I'm, I mean, man, I'm, I'm, I'm real life, man. I'm, I'm like, you know, yeah. Because I'm, I'm, man, I'm like, I can't do it. Huh? But he made me see something. You know what I'm saying? Like, why you can't change the world, bro? Why you can't change other individuals? Like, you been through some like things that, bro. You gotta change the world, my guy. You know, and you got a story. Mm-hmm. Like it need to be told, it need to be heard, man. It need, and when he and I had to really sit down and think about. It. I said, you know what? And I went to Robin with him, man. And like I told you, man, he kind of was like the mentor that I had when I was doing my bid. That's what I end up I'm seeing in him. I'm like, he ain't yeah. gonna guide me wrong. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And everything is positive. You know what I'm saying? Like. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I'm like, even with like you said, it's some things that people say that I'm like, nah. And I can have a conversation with you about, right? That's that. But okay, and I can okay. That's what okay, cool. But you would never hear me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't. DMX situation, man. That was big. You know what I'm saying? And I keep telling everybody over and over and over again. DMX was an artist, bro. He was a great artist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was a great artist, right? And I jammed him. I mounted my that's that's X. But I feel X. I used to, I felt him. I feel X. Mm-hmm. X had pain, homie. X had pain. I feel X because I had another. I had another guy that used to rap that was like him. We're going through the same thing with the substance, bro. But I felt them. And I always say this, bro. It's somebody out here just like X. Let's use X as an example to what we got to start doing with our people, bro. Look at Black Rob. Come on, homie. Like, we got to really wake up and start realizing this here. I want better for you. You want better for me. I can't change you, but I'm going to try my damnest. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And people fall for people fall for X, bro. Mm-hmm. People really wanted to change DMX, man. Because DMX was a creator. He DMX was a real creator. He was a chosen one. And that's what I look at and I tell you that it's very few people that's the chosen one. DMX was a chosen one mm-hmm. that got caught by the devil. And I tell him, people say, in your life, which part was the, the worst? Which era? Which, and people look at the pandemic and be like, man, we ain't. I say, man, this, nah, the pandemic wasn't the worst time. You know the worst time was crack. When crack hit, 
That was the worst. I'm talking about that was the worst. I watched people go down. Crack era was the worst era it was. It wasn't hair on. It was crack. And I seen people fight. I seen my partners fight because their mama was on crack. I thank God to this day that nobody in my family got on crack, homie. I seen the little, I seen it. And it's, it's, it's hurtful when I sit here and I watch it, bro. It's like, it's really hurtful. And then you ask yourself, like, why do you sell it then? And it's like, that's all we got. So it's like, I'm selling it. But I'm to you, but I'm against it. It don't make sense, do it. <laughs> I'm contradicting myself. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying when it comes down to X, bro. Like, X was a chosen one, man. To me. He was a chosen one. You know what I'm saying? Nipsey was a chosen one. Mm. They said, this is a true story. When you get true leaders, they're going to experience death, homie, in the worst way. <laughs> it's life. Mm-hmm. When you get true leaders, they're going to experience death in the worst way. Let's go back, Malcolm X them. Let's go back. Yeah. Let's go. I'm, see, I'm talking about the, the leaders that really were trying to lead. They're going to they gonna experience death in the worst way. That's the reason why a lot of people don't want to be leaders. Yeah. And it's real, but it's scary. It's real, but it's scary. Yeah. You got to understand how many people going to go against you when you try to be a real oh, leader. Man. How many people might come out and say, hey, man, you know you used to talk to that girl such and such. Man, uh, you know she said that you did this. Oh, no. Uh. And you, you watching this, you like, Man, that was 30 years ago. Yeah. yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So we so we as as people, man, and who I am and what I'm doing with the podcast, man, I want to give a voice to the people that we need to really give a voice to. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean the celebrities, they live their life. They they done they done made they whatever. But they are people. They are still human people. Mm-hmm. We got people that need they, that that's out here that need to tell a story, man. Mm-hmm. The latest episode was Crack Baby. Man, come on, man. Yeah, tell me about that because Uncle Hill was telling come me about on, about um, y'all had somebody on there that was we we've heard about how bad the crack epidemic is, and we've heard about how how bad crack was. But we never actually heard from an actual crack baby. Oh man, what what happened on that? Tell, say, man. <laughs> tell me what happened. I'm gonna give y'all a glimpse because I want y'all to go check it out. Okay, say, man. Just imagine you as a a little boy, mm-hmm. loving your mother, watching your mother do number just in and out of jail. She's just she's. On drugs real bad. She's losing weight. She just, like, you watching your mother, who you love with all your heart. You with her, why? You don't even understand that she on a host role. 
She walking down a whole stroll selling her body because she want to make sure you all right. Then she want to do crack. You, as a little child watching this, and you got to ask yourself, like, when you getting older, you realize your mama is on crack. Your mama is selling her body. But now you have the seasons to where, man, fuck that, man. My mama, man, shit, fuck that, man. I ain't, man, my man, I ain't, she ain't my mama, fuck her. You got an opportunity to neglect her because she done neglected you, right? Mm-hmm. But you, as a child, sat there, every time your mama went in and out, walked, strolled, you still right there. And in yourself, you like, Mom, I want you to change to the point where my mom ain't gonna never change. <laughs> I gotta accept my I gotta accept the fact that my mama gonna die. Drug addict, huh? Yeah, yeah. Don't give him too much though. Make sure you get it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Come on, man. I get it. But hold on, I'm gonna say this. The reason why I want them to get it because the end, the end. It just it's it's hard feeling, homie. At the end, the end results. Yeah, y'all. And on the picture, y'all gonna see that we was all together, and y'all see how beautiful his mom is. Mm-hmm. But the end results. That's the most touching part right there. I'm gonna say this. Now nah, she got degrees now. Mm. And where where can they where can they hear this? Um, man, they can hear it on game related, not gang related, man. Our podcast, man. We can Google it. You can. It's on all. It's on everything. You just Google it. It's gonna pop up, man. I'm talking about, man. Y'all gotta hear it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all really gotta hear it because I feel like that. I don't feel like I know for a hundred percent fact that, man. It's so many people that. Family members going through the same exact thing. Instead of doing what he did and turning into a positive, a lot of people turned into a negative. Mm. So he was a strong young man. That's embarrassing to any team for your friend to see your mom selling her body or even smoking crack. And once you get embarrassed as a kid, you're going to do things to get that embarrassment off of you. That's why a lot of kids grab guns, because they got to find a way to build themselves up over that embarrassment. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it's it's so many it's so many pressure points in that one story that you might gotta listen to it a couple of times because it's some it's a, it's it's some real game in that. Mm-hmm. And when I hear her and I hear him and everything that I done saw. It's really touching. That's why I'm so happy that 
I had that conversation with him. I had that conversation with him because I'm going through therapy now. Mm. The mental health situation, I'm going through therapy. I got a little nephew that's going through a mental health situation right now. Hurt me to my heart. Mm. But it's real, homie. Yeah. You know, it ain't nothing made up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why I try to, I try to, you know, I try to preach number positive, man. I try to preach nothing but positive energy, man. I don't care what it is. I don't care about the negativity. I don't. Try, I don't care about nothing. I just try to, you know, preach, preach nothing but the positive, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Through the negative situation that I once been through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. This has been this has been dope, man. You didn't, you dropped some gems on us, man. Um, I'm glad you see. I'm glad to see that you're doing positive things now. You didn't came out your situation. Your life is on track, man. Like it, it's good to see. Um, cause I know I know a lot of times on on news outlets or different places where they like to see people just go to jail and just throw them away. You know what I'm saying? But I'm glad to see that you out. You you doing something big. You know what I mean? Um. And the one thing that 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 Charleston said that I agree with, the people who are closest to the problem are the closest to the solution, man. Facts. That's that's one thing Facts. that I one hundred percent agree with him on. Facts. So and you are a living example of that, Facts, man. man. You Facts, are a living man. example of that. So, man, appreciate you sharing your story with us, man. Nah, real talk, man. Yeah, you know, it's, it's really just a blessing, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just to be on the podcast with you, man. Really just. You know what I'm saying? Share this, share this experience and everything that I'm sharing with you, man. Because man, it's just you got to be told, man. Yeah. And, and I'm just, I mean, it was a part of time in my life where I didn't want to tell it. You know what I'm saying? I was too hard. I nah, man. I'm, man, I'm too much. So I don't want to do all that. <laughs> yeah. And it's a lot of guys out here that's like that. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like I want to break that cycle. I want to break that cycle, man. I want somebody that's real hard to be able to, like, be like, because I don't got a lot of people to come and be like, man, I see what you're doing. I like that, bro. You breaking the cycle. I like that, bro. You breaking the cycle. You know Whether what I'm you saying? know it or not, you breaking the cycle, man. Yeah, that's real talk, man. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to do, man. You know, and then if we having this conversation, man, I got a guy, man, he locked up right now, man. Listen, man, he got locked up when he was 16 years old, bro. He got a 30-year sentence. He's still locked up right now. He's been locked up 26 and a half years. Man. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, 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 and it's, and that's, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that's what I'm trying to, like, show the world, like, show the people, like, man, this is real, man. Mm-hmm. They don't care about you being 15, 16. They don't care. Hey man, you'll go down there and do 30, 40 years. When you get out, you'll be 50 years old, man. And you will ask yourself at the age of 50, what do you know right now? And we both know how the world is starting to flip mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. Like every four, five years, it's changing, bro. It's changing. So if you now, right now, if you gone for 30 years, when you get out, 
Man. Man, you ain't gonna even know how to you ain't you you, you oh you ain't gonna know nothing. You ain't gonna know anything. You're yeah. not gonna go you're not gonna know nothing. I don't care how many colleges you No, you're not gonna know nothing. Right. And I'm just being realistic. I don't I'm got G my G D went to college. You know what I'm saying? Went down to down and got my business degree. Went and got my electrical degree. Went and got electrical. Went and got electronics. I did all that. Yeah, I came home, I started doing electrical. Soon as they hit that, that my background. Mm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm saying this here. Yeah, we can get jobs. Yeah, you can get jobs. You locked up? Yeah, you can get jobs. You got to ask yourself, you want to be a worker or you want to be a boss? See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's hard to be a boss with a felony. See, it's hard to be a boss with a felony. It's hard. It's hard. I don't care what nobody's saying. But can you be one? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a process. And that's the process where we got to have people in position to show you the process. And, and no, I'm going to give you some game about the process. You know, when you come home, you 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 you, you at zero, right? And that zero is, that's your credit score. Mm-hmm. You hear me? Now, I'm going to give you some jewels. That credit score is zero. Now, we're going to show you how to build that credit up. To 800. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when we build that credit up, now we're going to show you how you use that credit. Mm-hmm. Hey, you remember that dumb truck you wanted? Now, see that? Walk inside that bank right there. Now, man. They going to they gonna ask you for your utility bill. Now, you are 850. Mm-hmm. Let's get it going. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this is the game when I'm telling you, like, now nah, we can change the game. But how many people willing to willing to really play the game the right way? Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what we here for. Yeah. Now we here to serve the game, so we gonna get to them all now. Yes, cup, sir. Man. And shout out to uh, Boss Man Brewster too in that trucking. Yeah, yeah, Boss Man Brewster, yeah, in the yeah. trucking, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out yeah. to him. He good game. He he with us, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He always with us. He with us, man. Always to the end, man. So yeah, man. Uh, man, I'm, man, just say, man. You know. I like what you're doing. I like what you're doing. Appreciate I love it, what, man. Matter of fact, I love what you're doing, man. Appreciate it, man. You know what I'm saying? I see. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy that we done finally connected, and we're going to be connected more and more. Absolutely. Because of, you know what I'm saying, Th- that we bringing everything together, reuniting everything, you know what I'm saying? As my man here and I always say, man, this united strength, man, we're going to come together as one. You know what I'm saying? We're just right. trying to bring. When I say we're trying to bring everybody together, please understand what we're saying. I know some people get the wrong misinterpretation of what we're saying. We like to bring positive people together. Positive people. I don't care what you are. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you are gay. I don't care about none of that. I don't care about if you white or orange, pink or black or blue. I care about if you have the right heart and your energy and you trying to move in the right way and you willing to connect and we willing to make things happen. We need to connect with each other, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's connect together as one, and let's build this unity, man. Yes, sir. Give your um your social media stuff yeah. so people well, can uh, connect with you, man. Man, you know my uh, 
Instagram is Mr. Money Blue, man. I'm going to change my Instagram too, man. I need to get my name. Because I started my Instagram, man. I started, I just started because I see a lot of people on it. I said, man, let me just start. I want to just see what everybody doing. Yeah. So I just put a name up there. Mr. So, Money Blue is dope. Yeah. Yeah, keep that. Keep that? Yeah, man, Mr. Money Blue. Okay, Mr. Yeah. Money Blue. I'm going to keep that. that. I'm yeah. gonna keep Mr. Keep, Money Blue there. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all go check me out on man, you know, my IG, man, Mr. Money Blue, man. You know what I'm saying? Just check it out, man. We got some, I'll be throwing up things so y'all can check it out. You know what I'm saying? I'm really just now starting to get into this social media cycle. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm trying to, you know, just just trying to really just connect the dots that need to be connected. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, man, that's all I am, man. I'm I mean, look, man, I'm not trying to be your uh the big homie. I'm not trying to do no, I'm just trying to be the vessel, man. I'm just a vessel that's continuing to get game from a guy tapping. He kinda of, I mean, giving me some good game, man. You know what I'm saying? Uncle He ain't giving me game. I'm I'm just study soaking up game at a at a hey, I'm forty three and I'm still a listener, man. Mm. I don't know it all. I tell the person all day, man, I hey man. People say, do you know it all? No, man. The water, I mean, the jug is this guy dog on me big, man. You hear me? <laughs> yeah. And I'm right here, man. <laughs> so I need to learn this much more. Yeah. You hear me? Yeah. So I'm still a working process, man, to continue to learn more because that's where I'm at in my life, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And thank you for tapping in with us, man. Yeah, man. Yo, this has been the Tap In Podcast, man. Thank y'all for tapping in with us. Make sure y'all go follow uh, Anthony Dewberry, Mr. Bunny Blue. Um, yeah, man, the getting is in the giving. Don't forget that, man. The getting is in the giving. This has been the Tap In Podcast, man. Holla. <laughs>